0: Today on CityCast Chicago, look up. You might just see monarch butterflies on their migration south to Mexico. Each fall, these endangered orange and black pollinators travel thousands of miles to warmer climates. One of the people helping the butterflies through their arduous journey is Claudia Galino Sanchez. We visited her pils at home to see the plant sanctuary she's created. It's Wednesday, September 14th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. I'm out here on 19th and Walcott in Pilsen with Claudia Galino Sanchez outside of our home. Uh, Claudia, I'm so excited to be out here. We are talking about the Monarch Butterflies. Can you describe your home to CityCast listeners?
1: Well, our house is a butterfly sanctuary right now. We are, we are having navy plants for hosting the butterflies to come and lay the eggs to our house or garden. We are just trying to help the environment. And also, of course, pollinators are going to help us as humans. Humans and, and pollinators, we are all connected. Mm-hmm. Because the vegetables we eat depend on the pollinators. And we depend on the vegetables we eat. We gotta take care of the pollinators to keep, for them to keep pollinating our, our vegetables, <laughs> the food we eat.
0: Claudia, before you became a local celebrity, I've read about you on CBS. When we pulled up, National Geographic was outside of your home taking pictures. But before that, where did this idea originally come from, and how long have you been doing it?
1: I've been planting navy plants for the butterflies and for the pollinators in our house for about five years. And one day, um, our daughter, Claudita, she went to the garden and she found a caterpillar. So she was screaming, she was crying, she she begged us to bring the caterpillar inside Mm -hmm. because she didn't want a storm. To, to come and the caterpillar was going to be outside. So we took the caterpillar inside and in a few days we saw a very beautiful butterfly. It was a black butterfly with blue. So it was a very beautiful butterfly. It was a very beautiful surprise mm-hmm. to us because we didn't know that the caterpillar was going to become a butterfly. Oh. So since that day, we decided to also plant not just for the monarch, but also for other for the other pollinators, including the black swallowtail butterfly.
0: Was gardening something you took part in before five years ago when you started this particular initiative?
1: I just love plants, and um, my father used to love plants. I miss all the plants that I used to see and all the butterflies when I was a child. Uh, so when I was a child, we used to play all around, and there was so many butterflies. And so a few years when I went back to Mexico, there is no more butterflies. There is no more frogs. Uh, there is very few, very few species uh, of other animals that I used to see when I w- was a girl in in Mexico. I'm from Puebla. There are not anymore.
0: How important was that not only to your childhood, but to the culture of Mexico? Like, how important is the monarch butterfly?
1: Yes, the monarch butterfly represents the migration of people, people who migrate from Mexico to the U.S. The only difference is that butterflies are free. They are free to, to migrate to, to Mexico and from Mexico to the U.S. But humans, we are not free humans, we are not free to to travel, to migrate from one country to another one. And when I see the migration of butterflies, it makes me very happy because I see myself traveling to Mexico on the butterflies. Monarch is a very, very, it's a a magical creature. I always call it magical creature because it is so tiny, super um, beautiful, vulnerable, but fly so many miles to go south, right? So this is amazing when you see this tiny, tiny creature that is able to migrate from a very, very long distance to to get to Mexico. When did you come to the U.S. and did you come straight to Chicago? Yes, I came to the U.S. about 20, 20 something years ago, about. Mm -hmm. Yes, I have siblings already living here in Chicago. That's why I came to Chicago. Since I, I got here I was feeling lonely. I was it was so difficult because leaving your country is not easy. So coming to another different country is coming to another different world with another language. I didn't speak English when I came here. So you know what? There is something very very um interesting. When I when I came here, I was feeling I didn't really feel part of the community. I felt that I didn't have a community. I felt like I was in a, in a different country. Well, I felt that no
0: nobody was. I'm sorry. Just no, sorry. it's okay. Take your time.
1: And I felt that this this country, it, some people are not very welcoming, with immigrant people. I'm sorry. What's What's so emotional about this for you right now? You know, when I came to this country, I didn't really feel, I didn't really feel part of this country. They make you feel that you are not like a human, like you don't have any value. So with this project, it's making me feel that that, that I found my passion. I found the, the project that is making me feel that I can make a difference that I can I can do something about my community my society my children the other children there is a lot a lot of good things that people can do do you think the garden in particular did that specifically make you feel more connected to yes. the community yes the garden because people are coming, they are are helping me. The neighbor next door, she just told me that she had uh, her daughter, she's 15, um, she had an assignment and I think she grew up about butterflies and so this project I, I think is changing people's life. The garden is helping the the butterflies, but also the garden is helping bringing people together.
0: I would love to go down into the garden to see some of the native plants you got down here. I noticed the sunflower because it's so tall, sticking right over your front gate. What are some of the other native plants that you have down here?
1: some of the other navy plants we have is this millweed this milkweed, this is a millweed that's called rose milkweed, and also swamp milkweed. this millweed attracts the butterflies because the butterflies they come they lay the eggs on the millweed when the egg hatch the caterpillars are going to eat this plant
0: oh, what are some of the other things that you have in the garden
1: This plant has very, very tiny, tiny flowers. It's uh, yellow flowers. This plant is super, super important because the the butterflies, they got to feed on this nectar. The navy plants that bloom on the fall, they are very important because those are the nutritious. They are going to feed the butterflies to be able to have enough energy to fly to south.
0: What does the butterfly provide to the environment outside of just its aesthetic beauty, which I think is often the focus around butterflies because they look good. That's why we like them. But how do they serve the ecosystem?
1: The butterflies after the the bees, they are the most important pollinators because all of them are connected. If we have more more plants that attract that are good for the pollinators, the birds, are going to have more more food. They're going to have more caterpillars to feed their babies. We are connected with the, the different species. To make sure humans survive, we gotta make sure other species, or flora and fauna, they survive too, because we are the same. We depend on each other.
0: When I look at your space, your garden, I mean, it's so much beautiful color. And I could see someone like my mom or my friends who own a home doing this, but I live on the fourth floor of a 10-story apartment. What could I do to participate to make sure that I'm helping create sustainable ecosystems for butterflies, for other uh, insects and pollinators? What could I do in my apartment complex?
1: First of all, we got to ask for more green spaces in our neighborhoods. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: We got to make sure we have more green spaces. And also... You, uh, you can get involved with the community gardens. We gotta promote the idea of having more navy plants gardens. There is a lot of empty spaces that we gotta keep working and ask, and ask people to give us the opportunity to go and involve the community and keep planting more navy plants for the pollinators.
0: The places where we can maximize the opportunity, wherever there's a sidewalk or vacant lot that could be a community garden, working with our local schools, our local businesses, even if it's just adding, you know, certain plants, certain native plants outside. Parks. Parks. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you have to do, like, season over season to prepare your garden, or is it pretty self-sustainable, like... You know, the winter comes, wipes this out, and it all sort of replenishes itself.
1: That's the good thing about navy plants because if you have navy plants, they if they are perennial, they are perennials. The navy plants come year after year and after year, and they are coming bigger and mm-hmm. stronger. So th- this, for example, is another another milkweed. They used to be tiny and look, Oh wow, that is just it's, standing it's up on broke. its own, with no anchor. Yes. Now that I know the difference between Navy and non-Navy plants, of course, we got to focus on the Navy plants because they are they are more easy to survive.
0: Yeah. What does it feel like to be on this side of it now, being someone who the work you do literally gives butterflies the strength to make it back to Mexico? What does it feel like to be on like this side of the process?
1: I'm feeling super happy and super blessed because I feel that we all can help. We all can help, even though if you have a tiny space, if you don't have a space, if you live in an apartment, you could also help.
0: The hope that this project gave you in the city and your community members, has this project renewed your hope that we can save these species?
1: We gotta keep planting more trees. We gotta keep planting more navy plants. And and that's exactly why. Because we don't have a lot of trees, we don't have a lot of navy plants for the pollinators, we gotta keep working. Mm-hmm. We gotta keep working. This is going to be a better future for our children. That's a better future for the whole society. Especially we gotta focus on the neighborhoods of colored people there is a lot of green spaces available in the other neighborhoods, but like Little Village, Back of the Yards, Pilsen, we don't have a lot of green spaces. Yes, we can save the species, Uh, we can really do it, but we gotta be together.
0: Claudia, thank you so much for inviting us into your home, walking us through the process, showing us your garden. Uh, it's really meant a lot. Thank you for coming to City Cash Chicago.
1: Thank you so much for coming. And everybody's welcome to come and see our garden, how everything works.
0: Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Amtrak has begun canceling long distance routes out of Chicago, and Metra says some line suspensions are possible as freight railroad employees may go on strike Friday. Union members are still negotiating for higher pay, more sick time, and better work conditions. Condolences go to the family and loved ones of Chicago jazz legend Ramsey Lewis. The groundbreaking pianist and three-time Grammy Award winner passed away earlier this week at his Chicago home. He was 87 years old. And some good news to get you through. The Chicago House Music Symposium is coming to the University of Chicago tomorrow. You can hear amazing discussions featuring historians and musicians about the long legacy of house music. For more Chicago stories and news, including some additional places to stop by in the Pilsen neighborhood, see our newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm. As always, I appreciate you for listening. I'm going to talk to you tomorrow. Peace. These over here are
1: the caterpillars.
0: Oh, I can see some like right on the the leaves underneath, like right here. They're so little. Mm-hmm.